What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey everyone, Dr. Joseph here with you for our podcast, and I'm excited to uh, to be able to join with you. We are going to be reading Hebrews chapter 3, verses 7 through 15, and I'm going to be reading out of the New International Version. So uh, let's just jump in here. So, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for 40 years they saw what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation. I said, their hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily, as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end, as has just been said. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. So in this passage, we have this warning and this encouragement to surrender to the superiority of Jesus that's greater than the position of Moses. You know, we have the writer that's given us a warning that for those that refuse to do so, uh, they are going to receive the, the anger of God, while also an encouragement for those that do surrender to this truth. And we see this passage broken down into two sections, verses 7 through 11 and then verses 12 through 15. So let's begin looking at verses 7 through 11. It begins with these words, just as the Holy Spirit says. You know, this is actually the second time that this is used in the entire book. As believers, we are called to listen to the Holy Spirit and, and what it says in our lives. And how does the Holy Spirit speak? Well, it speaks to us through God's Word. That's one of the most important and most effective ways that we are able to hear what God is wanting to say to us. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, what's He wanting to say to us? And the way that He's going to speak to us the most effectively is through His Word, just as what we see right here. And so for us, we have to know that uh, whenever we are engaging in God's Word, whenever we are reading it, and uh, not to just skim through it, but as you're hearing this, you're hearing God's Word, you're hearing the Holy Spirit, not Joseph Brasher speak to you, you are hearing the Holy Spirit speak to you. And so that's what we have to remember, is through God's Word that we get to hear clearly of what he's saying to us. But then listen to what he goes on to say. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. So this begins with this reference back to actually two Old Testament passages. Uh, you would actually find some of this writing back in Psalm 95, which is a, a song about Exodus 17 and Numbers 14. Let's remember a little bit of what's happening in those passages. In Exodus 17, the people were grumbling against God because of the, the lack of water. They had just passed through the Red Sea, and 
And here they are, they're out here with no water, and they begin to grumble. And what happens? Moses strikes the rock, and the water gushes forth. And he named this place Massa, which means testing, and Meribah, which means embitterment. And then we see in Numbers verse uh, Numbers chapter 14, where the people refused to go into the promised land, and, and therefore they rebelled against God. And he's saying, don't harden your hearts as, as those that were in rebellion to me, those that wanted to complain and grumble, and, and those that refused to go into the promised land. And so the application is clear, for as believers, we are called to hear his voice and not allow our hearts to become hardened. You know, I ask this question of, how does a person's heart become hardened? You ever thought about that? How does a person's heart become hardened? Well, one of the ways that it can become hardened is through indifference. If there's an apathy to the things of God, if we are indifferent to the things of God, we don't care one way or another. The reality is that sometimes we see this as a way that people's hearts become hardened. In fact, in some of the marriage counseling that I've done before, you know, you can sometimes see where spouses become hardened with one another, and and oftentimes it reveals itself in just being indifferent towards one another. They're not concerned about what the other spouse is feeling or thinking or uh, where their desires are leading them. They just become indifferent. And what a sad state to be in of indifference. Our hearts become hardened in that. But we also see in these passages that, you know, people's hearts become hardened through unbelief, and maybe they just they've just stopped believing that God is who He says He is, and that He can do what He says He's going to do. And so, our hearts become hardened in a lot of different ways. Also, they begin asking for maybe more signs. You know, God, if only I could see You do more things in my life, then my heart would uh, would not be as hardened. I would melt. Uh, in in your presence in that way. If you just show me a sign, and yet so often whenever things don't happen the way that we want them to or we don't see the things that we want to expect to see, you know, sometimes our hearts become hardened. And then there's also just times when we just presume upon the mercy of God, meaning that, you know, God's just going to do what he's going to do and you know, I, I'm going to be able to do what I want to do because I believe in him. And, and therefore, I can sin more. I can do whatever I want to do. And, that, and therefore, once again, our hearts become hardened to the grace and mercy and love of God that was poured out for us. And so these are just real indications. I want you to just kind of stop for a second. Just do an inventory of your life. Of, have I been indifferent towards the things of God? Uh, if I've been struggling, if, I, if there have been some doubts that I've allowed to creep into my life, and, am, I, am I seeking just these signs from God and thinking that that's the only way that God is going to move my life? Am I, am I becoming indifferent towards sin in my life and, and just allowing that to control everything that I am? And, and friend, if, if you are in that place, you're, you're hearing this today, friend, I want to tell you, 
There is hope. You can you can repent. You can God is allowing the Holy Spirit maybe right now to speak into your heart and say, This is not good the way that you are experiencing life. You know, hear his voice today. Don't become hardened. Now you might ask the question, well, all right, well, Dr. Joseph, how how does my focus change? How can I change my focus? Well, look there, what listen to what it says there in his word. He says Beware, right? Beware. He begins with a, a warning, right? I, I think about this picture of under an undertow, how it, it pulls people out. It, it, it's almost like it, it, it drags them out into the water before they even have a chance to realize it. You ever notice that it's not the big rocks that, that move under our feet that, that pull us out into the water. No, it's the small grains of sand that slowly start to drift away that that is what pulls us out. And whenever we are not listening to God, whenever we are not heeding the warnings that he's giving to us, then, then the reality is that we can be pulled out in that way. And so listen today. Be aware. Be aware of, of your relationship and your fellowship with the Lord. Be aware of it. Don't, don't become somebody that, that gets pulled out in the undertow. But also in that, encourage one another daily. Uh, the language is actually stronger than in, encourage. It's, the language is actually, actually one that focuses more on exhort. You know, that's a strong encouragement. We are to give encouragement and receive it as well. You see, it's hard for my heart to be hardened towards the things of God whenever I'm encouraging brothers and sisters in Christ, whenever I'm encouraging them to follow every day, whenever I maybe am receiving that, but also I'm giving that out as a gift to others. And then he talks about, about how our hearts don't, uh, our, our focus can change whenever we are exposed sin, right? Because we're not being pulled in by sin's deceitfulness there. So unconfessed sin can harden our hearts, but whenever we expose it, whenever we bring it to light, that's the way that our focus can change. Friend, let me ask you if you're listening to this right now, is there some unconfessed sin in your life that, that the more that it's sitting there, it's hardening your heart? You're just becoming rebellious more and more? Maybe it's an, an emotional affair. Maybe it's a physical affair. Maybe it's it's something that God is showing you right now in your life that does not need to be a part of what you're doing. If you're really following him, friend, expose it. Expose, confess it to the Lord and get things right with him and with others. And that's the way your focus can change. And then he says there, come to share in Christ. Uh, other translations say, be a partaker of Christ. What does that mean to have a partaker that I'm sharing in Christ? I'm sharing in his obedience. I'm sharing in his suffering. You know, Philippians 3.10, to have fellowship in his sufferings. I'm sharing in his death. I've been crucified in Christ. I'm sharing in his resurrection. It's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives in me. I'm sharing in his plan. I'm sharing in his power, the power that he gives us for life is the same power, the same resurrection power. I'm sharing in his work. I'm his hands and his feet. I'm sharing in the glory that he's uh, you know, preparing for us. I'm, I'm sharing in the, the way in which we get to live out 
our destiny in him. So, friend, I want to just tell you, how can your focus change? Become somebody that shares in Christ. You are a part of living out Christ in your life. You're a partaker of him. And here's the promise. He will see us through. He says, hold on to that firm conviction. You see, I, I wrote this down as just a statement. I hold on to him, but his hold is greater on me. And I don't know if that's somebody just need to hear that today. Maybe you've been sharing in Christ, but but maybe you're just you're, you're struggling your faith. You're, Lord, I, I want to keep on uh, pushing ahead. I, I, I want to keep on moving forward in you. Friend, remember, God's hold is great on you. It's greater than any hold that you can have on Him. So I want this just to be a word of encouragement to you as we're just continuing on. Thank you guys for, for listening. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow as we continue on through our podcast. And, and you're just continuing just to do a, a great job of just engaging in this. And always know that we are here to help answer any kind of questions uh, that you may have. And so God bless you guys. Look forward to uh, engaging with you the next time. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.